What's going on, everyone? This is the Isaiah McKenzie Show at Go Long with the help of uh, Brinks TV making it look so nice here. Isaiah, what's happening, man? It's it's been it's been a couple of weeks since we did one of these. How's life? Yes, it's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Probably should have texted you back, but couldn't get to it. I you know I don't take offense, right? You know you guys are busy. It, it's fine. You got more important people to stay in touch with than than Tyler. So I, I it, it's perfectly fine. Just kick kick me down the the priority list. No, 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 no. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, when we last did did an episode, it was uh, before Jacksonville. Um, and you know, since then one game went one direction, the other game went the other direction. What's, uh, what's the state of the team right now? I mean, you guys just pounded the jets 45, uh, 17. So is, is everything a okay here in, uh, Western New York? Uh, I would say we even kill. Um, that's how it's been this whole season. That Jaguars game was kind of tough. It was tough. It was kind of tough to swallow. The Jets uh, came out to win, so it's kind of like even kill. But we said we still need to make. I feel like that game was like okay, we got our rhythm back. You know what I'm saying now we got to go and you know beat the teams that you know what I'm saying people say we are probably gonna have a hard time. But you know, is it human nature? I mean, I think all of us on the outside when we look at the schedule. You know, you just kind of you write a W next to a game like Jacksonville, a game like the Jets, and you just kind of move right along. I know you know your coaches are probably in your ears trying to get you guys not to think that way. But is it human nature to go down there to Jacksonville and, and have that creep in your mind a little bit? It is kind of human nature. It's like, okay, well, you go down like you say, go down the schedule and you're like, we should win this game, we should win that game. You said this will be a tough one. And but at the same time, obviously, like you said, the coaches are in the air like, hey, it's one game at a time. But this is the NFL. I mean, this is the NFL. Like like the other night, the the Dolphins beat the Ravens. Like nobody was expecting that at all. You know what I'm saying? And so, I feel like when we lost, uh, who else lost that day? It was like not supposed to. Like, oh, it's just Sunday, I watched him beat uh, the Bucks, And I just feel like everybody, well, every team that was – you know, just blowing teams out the window or winning or supposed to win or losing. So it was kind of like that that rough weekend for everybody. I mean, yeah, let's get inside that energy shift a little bit because, I mean, one of their veterans, Shaquille Griffin, right, kind of called you guys out, said it looked like you didn't care down there. Anything to that? Was he onto something or or not? No, I just I just felt like – it was it was on us, you know what I'm saying? We didn't bring the yeah. energy we were supposed to. We didn't, you know, it's it just like I guess like we hit a wall that it's just like we hit a wall. Like, you know, like it, it was weird. Like I said, every other team kind of hit that hit that thing, I mean hit that wall as well. I mean, you don't want to be the team to hit that wall. You always want to win. We always want to win, but it just felt like the energy wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like we we turned the ball over. Say that's a big part of the game. You turn the ball over, you lose the game, and they kind of we got to put kind of put ourselves in a hole when you know what I'm saying when we shouldn't have done that in the first place. We should have came out hot, you know, to start. But it is what it is, you know. You are right, though. I mean, you look across the league, and just about every team's had a game like that. It's 
yeah. it's going to happen to everybody. And th- this season especially has just been a wacky year. So, I mean, that yeah. happens. I mean, it's nine to six to the Jags. Um, you get back to Buffalo. Who's speaking up? Like, who is it? Is it right after the game? Does somebody say something? Is it on the team flight home? Is it Monday? Is it Wednesday? Is there anybody behind the scenes that's kind of like, Maybe it's you. I don't know. I mean, who, who's trying to get things things right in, into the the New York game, New Jersey game, I should say. I just feel like I just feel like during that week, everybody was kind of like, you know, is this real? Like, how did this even happen? How do you even get in this situation? So why are we why are we coming home to a loss? You know, like it's just it just felt. And don't get me wrong, Jacksonville. You know, they're NFL team. They got players. They pay. They pay players to play. Just like we play players to play. So it's just like they they weren't a bad team. They were a good team. You know what I'm saying? It's just like like we're the Buffalo Bills, you know. So it's just like we, we have a standard and not saying they don't have a standard, but we have a standard where like we want to go into every game with a win. You know what I'm saying? And that's kinda of tough, you know, just like so during the week, people were saying, you know, we need to do this better, we need to do that better player meetings and stuff instead of coaches just to get our energy up and stuff like that. So it kind of worked for this week and we came out hot with the Jets. Those players only meetings, they, they can go a long ways. So you had one of those uh, this past week. Yeah, we did. We did. On Friday we had a players only meeting. You know, saying guys got up, leaders got up and spoke about you know, how they feel and you know, saying why we do this. And, you know, we just got to get, get back on track, bring their energy and stuff like that. So, it worked, but I don't think I don't even think we needed that prep talk. I just felt like everybody knows, like, hey, we gotta get our act together because you know what I'm saying we in this thing for, you know, one goal. You're right. I guess probably the best place to be as a team is when you uh, n- nobody really needs to have the big rah rah speech yeah. straight out of the movies, and you just kind of go out there and you kick some ass because I don't know it's not the movies, right? I mean, it's, we're we're living in reality here, but that. So I'm trying to think back, you know. To the Rex Ryan days when I when I covered the team, you know, more regularly at the Buffalo News. And I can remember Booby Dixon telling me in 2015, like that year was crazy. There was drama every week. They were eight and eight up and down. You know, if Sean McDermott's like this, Rex is like this. And <laughs> Booby said they never had any players' meetings. Um, which it felt like they probably should have, you know, through craziness like that. Uh so I mean it's probably a good sign if that's happening behind the scenes because yeah, you guys are at a critical juncture right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every every game now is very critical at this point because you know it's, it's getting late in the season. Saying playoffs is right around the corner, and you want a good spot when it, you know at the, end of the, at the end of the season. So I think it was um, maybe it might have been Matt Bovey, somebody who was uh, on the sideline watching your pregame, noted that you were getting into guys' faces, right? Like just yelling in the <laughs> receivers' face masks. Is that? Is that true? Well, gotta, gotta take us to that scene. Well, the the, the thing is, I'm, I'm that's their first. That's probably somebody's first time seeing it. Every every game, I'm the one that talks to the receivers right before we go to uh, team, right before we go to team. So at these past three years, it's been me talking to the receivers every time, but nobody ever noticed that. But you know what I'm saying I probably because they can't see me or. It's just like, oh, we're not looking at receivers in, in pregame. In pregame, I'm no, I talk to the receivers right before we go out to to meet with the team. So, I mean, that's not my first time doing it. So, it's 
It's new to everybody, but I've been doing it for the past two, three years. <laughs> that, but that passionate too. I mean, with that kind of energy. Yeah, every time, every time it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm pretty sure if you go back and watch the pregame, it's it's me. <laughs> what are you saying? Like, what, what is it? Uh, you know, not suited for work kind of stuff. Here is it pretty. Uh, pretty I mean, the words are probably inappropriate or whatever, but it's 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 it's. it's I would say it's what I, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> the, the the cursing or whatnot. It's that goes with it. But we're I'm talking about the game. I'm talking about us. What we need to get done. What we need to do because we're one of the strong suits on the team as receivers. Because obviously we pass the ball. But other than that, I'm just telling them like, hey, we just basically we gotta do our jobs. I mean, not in that. Not in that way, but I'm saying it in a different way. But basically, I do our jobs. We got to do what we need to do. Let's come up with this win. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Show them who the best group is out on the field and stuff like that. So, well, we're not at, we're not at Mr.'s and Easter or Alive, you know, with little kids in front of us. So, you know, it can, you don't need to hold back on, on whatever's said out there. It's fine. It's, I always feel feel for that because we've got, we've gone down some pretty dark roads at times there yeah. live and, uh, you know, hey, you know what? Earmuffs. Just just know what you're getting into, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's break it down. So it was nice to get the ball, I'd imagine, right? I'm guessing right. Brian Dayball's a loyal listener to the Isaiah McKenzie show. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, not he's all. not. He hasn't been tuning in. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean he gave yeah, we I, I he was trying to get everybody involved. And it was it was pretty cool. You know, Gabe, you know, had three catches for on it. 100 plus yards. Diggs went off. You know, B's barely played. I'm saying he was still trying to rest him up, you know, through his little injury and stuff, stuff like that. So everybody got involved. Matt Breida had a good game, you know. So, I mean, it's say this is this is what we needed. You know, say everybody get a little touch, everybody get in the end zone. They, you know, just, you know, hash things out. Josh had a great game throwing the ball. So just had to get back on track. So 17 3, uh, first and goal from the eight. We've seen the the jet motion quite a bit mm-hmm. out of you uh, this this season. Usually, it's you know you're a decoy out there, kind of running around, just trying to take somebody out of the play. You get the ball this time. Mm-hmm. T- take us through that. I mean, we see the touchdown, but you know, out there on the field, um, that was really the turning point. I mean, that you guys just turned it into a route after that score. Um, oh, I just I guess we just brought the the old tricks back. You know what I'm saying? With jet the jet sweeps and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I get on them. Well, during the week, I'd be like, yeah, we haven't called this. We haven't called a jet sweep in a while. <laughs> and I'm always playing with them. I'm like, hey, in the red zone, all you got to do is just give me the ball. I get around the corner and we square every time. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's that easy. But they don't they don't want that. You know, they want hell on that. So we kind of like uh, – but, yeah. So that game, they called it. You know what I'm saying? He had the big run with the reverse. And then right away, they was like, hey, it's called a jet sweep. So we just called it, got around the corner, and scored. It was it wasn't not, nothing too crazy. Right. It wasn't too wasn't too flashy, but that's like that's the point, right? Like you're the fastest yeah. guy on the field. Just put it in your hands and go. Yeah, well that's that's kind of that's easy to say, you know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> like we don't want it to be that easy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like with the Chiefs, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs can just toss how you hit a ball and just like, hey, get around the corner. And they score every time, and especially in the red zone. But a lot of they, you know, coaches want to, you know what I'm saying, coach. Well, there's timing to it. Like, you've got to be, 
it's almost like catching a baton and a four by one. It seems where you've got to be at a pretty good velocity mm-hmm. when you get the ball from Josh Allen to turn that corner. Like you can't really be slowing down. You've got to be going fast yeah. and then boom, you hit the corner and you're off. Right. Like mm-hmm. there is maybe it is a little more complicated than it looks to well, us. I wouldn't say it's that complicated. You just got to find a fast guy and say, Hey, run motion, he's going to give you the ball, and then you just run around a corner, and you just run the ball, basically. It's 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 easier done than said. <laughs> C.J. Mosley, right? You just have to beat him to the corner, linebacker. Yeah, beat, you're gonna, beat him you're to the corner. Yeah, so beat him to the corner, you score. You don't beat him to the corner, you get tackled, and then you get rid of the sideline, and they laugh at you like, how'd you get caught? <laughs> Did you, you probably played him in college, right, Mosley, in the uh, SEC? Where did he go to school? At Alabama. Alabama. No, no, no. I didn't. Actually, I didn't. You didn't? Okay. No. 26-yard punt return, right? You've been, you know, cracking a big return every week, it seems. Gosh, where's your uh, where's your confidence level right now in the return game? Something that wasn't there, like we've talked about a few years back. You're just in a, in a good place right now, it seems. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm just – trying to take a kick at a time, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure like some, some, some people will try to keep the ball away from me or give me a chance, stuff like that. So I'm just taking a kick at a time. You know what I'm saying? I just, that return I had was pretty good. Not get a penalty. Actually they threw a penalty on that play on that return. And I was kind of, well, I was holding my head down because I was saying I should have scored, but then I saw a flag and I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, dang. But then they, they waved it off. So I was like, okay, we got it. We good. But um, it was, you know what I'm saying? It gave, it gave me, gave my confidence a, a even a, a, another boost. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yeah. this is possible. Like, I can, I can probably score every time I touch this ball if I get a little bit of room. <laughs> really? Is that how you feel right now? Like, if you've just got a crevice, you well, can go to the house. I've always felt that way because I, I just feel like I'm fast enough to do it. And I also, I mean, I just feel like I have the vision, the speed, and, you know, the tangibles to make it happen. I just need a little bit of room. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like, but now I'm getting comfortable. Like, I, in the beginning, I wasn't really a kick return guy. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really, a, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to just make your mind up to, hey, run this way, run that way, and hope the hole is open. You know what I'm saying you got to kind of follow directions on kick return, and at this point it's like now I'm just like I'm gonna just hit it, and whatever happens happens. So I'm getting used to that. You know what I'm saying it's, it's been paying off. Part return is kind of my deal. I catch the ball in space and go wherever I want. But now I just feel like I'm getting comfortable with both, and you know what I'm saying I'm just making the best of my opportunities when I get the chance. Man, and got you. I, we we touched on it briefly. You looked up to Devin Hester growing up down there in South Florida too, right? I mean, there's times out there where you, you do kind of seem like Hester out there with the way you're seeing those returns open up. Yeah. I, I, it's, it is kind of, it is kind of hard because like, you know, you got guys in front of you, but I'll say my, my kid return, my kid return unit and my partner return unit, they do a They do a great job as well. You know what I'm saying? They block in. I, mean, I get to see leverage and I get to see the holes, you know, and things like that. But other than that, all I'm thinking, hey, get north and south. Well, just get north and just 
you know, just right. Every, hit it. <laughs> everybody says north and south. You don't actually want to go south. No, you don't want to go south. Just get north, and then whatever happens after that, it happens. But you know what I'm saying? It's been working out for me this, you know, these past few weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just keep just hitting it, and whatever happens, happens. Scary though. At the end of the game, I mean, you guys are killing the Jets, and you're out there, and God, oh, yeah. you were holding that leg, and it didn't look good there for a second, Isaiah. Well, I was over there fighting to get a second touchdown. Like I'm, like I'm fighting, and then I get rolled up on. You know what I'm saying? And Spencer Brown, you know, what I'm saying he's he's a beast. You know, what I'm saying he's always like giving great effort, and he kind of, well, he was kind of trying to push the guy off me <laughs> and help me out, but um. I kind of got rolled up on by the, you know, by the defender and stuff like that. And then Spencer Brown rolled up on me. I'm like, oh, that kind of hurt. I haven't twisted my ankle in a while. So it was kind of like a little, not a scare, but just like, damn, I twisted my ankle. This is going to be like a, not like a long injury, but like I'm in pain right at the moment. Well, at that moment I was in pain, so. I mean, you returned to the game. Was it just a, yeah. just a turn of the ankle? You're you're good good to go? Yeah, just ankle sprain. You know just a little ankle sprain. No, and I can't gotta, handle. Got to got to have good wheels, though. That's for sure, yeah, yeah. man. That's uh, that's where the money's made, baby. With those with those ankles, so correct. Uh, ice on, ice off, all that good stuff. I'd imagine. Right. I think a lot of maybe the biggest takeaway, though, um, for a lot of people from this game, and it's become it's become a theme on this show, right? We we kind of have a lot of fun talking about uh, your relationship with with McDermott, your head coach. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know it's uh how he, how he was a little different than, than urban meyer and all that all that fun from a couple <laughs> weeks ago yeah uh but gosh he, you know I, i'll just pull it up if, if people missed it he was asked um about you know your impact on the team your maturation all that he said quote you look at how far he has come as a person he's always been a good person but how far he's come in his maturity and how he's developed off the field and then how he's developed on the field i'm just extremely proud of him i really am you love when you see a person like that have success, he's part of the reason why we are who we are. He hasn't come from much, but he's offered so much to our football team. Um, yeah, and I, what was your uh, reaction, you know, when you hear your your boss well, say something like I, that? I had, a lot of people, I had a lot of people send it to me, and I'm like, where did this come from? You know what I'm saying? He's just, he was just playing the Jets. Like, it wasn't <laughs> – but I guess he got that question, and then, you know, he, he spoke highly of me, and, you know what I'm saying, I – I appreciate him for that and all that, but you know, at the same time, you know, what I'm saying I've been around for a while and I've grown. He's he's coached me up a lot. You know, say he's done everything he can you know, to put me in this, put me in the best situations. You know, what I'm saying it starts with him. You know, what I'm saying without him, there's no me. I, I say I can't say that, but without him and you know these past few years, few years coaching me up and you know teaching me things and me just watching him and learning from him then there's no me there's no me growing and I said I think I said at the beginning of the season you know what I'm saying I've grown from 2018 till now you know what I'm saying I'm a, you know what I'm saying you know, I'm, I've improved on the field and off the field you know as a person I mean as a player and as a you know, as a man so he's done a lot of great things for me you know mentally and physically yeah where do you think you've grown you know in your words where do you think uh or what do you think he's he's talking about in terms of uh your evolution as a person um, uh, I would say just um, being more of a leader. You know I'm saying just being more of a, a leader because I am vocal. I am vocal, but I just 
talk a lot of talk a lot of crap, you know, instead of just you know trying to you know instill in you know the young guys and you know give my two you know two cents on you know what I know about the game and just learning the game and all that stuff. So I just feel like just being more of a leader. Not saying I wasn't a leader before, but just being more of a leader, using my words uh, the right way and not the wrong way. Um, um, off the field, I mean, I wouldn't say anything off the field, but I just feel like off the field as a as a person, just handling what I need to handle off the field, mentally or physically, just and just coming to work every day to just you know do what I can, do my job every day, and just made the right decisions i mean there is there is a value to uh to the trash talk definitely right keeping things fun keeping things light mm. looks like you and micah hyde are still going at it he was yeah. uh sniping again at this press conference last week <laughs> but i mean there is a I, I would think like it's it's important for a team it's a long season when you really think about it i mean you guys report and I mean, aside from OTAs and mini camp, you, you take the month off. Then late July, from late July through February, you hope. I mean, day in and day out, you're going to one Bills drive. You're punching in. You're punching. It can it can be a slog, right? Yeah. So I mean, maybe being that that voice behind the scenes that just injects people with life, injects people with energy. At least from the outside looking in, it seems like maybe that's your leadership role with this with this team. I mean, is that a yeah. correct? assessment i mean because it, it'd yeah, be yeah. easy to check out through a season and it's long correct yeah i mean just being a locker room guy you know what i'm saying just lightening moods you know giving i just feel like like you said it's a long season i'm saying things can get you know rough at times obviously for us it was we had a little rough patch with the jaguars you know what i'm saying and then you know what I'm saying even a week before when we played the dolphins when we won it was just like I, Micah said that we were in the shower and Micah Howe was like, hey, it don't even feel like we won. We're, everybody's quiet and all that. But it did feel that way. And then we came against the Jags and, you know, we lost. And it, it felt like it felt worse. We get It felt like we were getting worse. Like I said, we, it felt like we were hitting a wall. And the thing is, I, I would say I didn't have to say too much because I felt like guys knew, like, they need to, you know, get the, you know, get their stuff together. And you know, me myself, I just wanted to come in every day. Like, hey, I'm, I want to. In my mind, I want to keep working. I want to keep doing that. I want to keep, you know, giving good field position. You know, you know, keep the receivers up. And I feel like that was, that's that was my job. You know what I'm saying keep everybody up, yeah. but also take care of my, you know, take care of my, you know, my job as well. So, but yeah, because it's, it's a, a game season. played by humans. You yeah. know, it's a game yeah. played by human beings. It's not. It's not played on a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. You know, punching yeah. numbers in. It's that stuff matters. Like just just being excited, just get, getting that energy up because I mean you could see it in that Jacksonville game. It wasn't there. And it was there against the Jets. And by God, you're gonna need it, you know, against Indy, against the Patriots. The schedule's gonna get a lot tougher here now. Yes, you get you know, getting real tough. Real tough. And then Sean also, I mean, we've, and we've touched on this a little bit, you know, here and there, but like your, your roots, your upbringing. And he, I think he even said like, you guys should look into it. The, the stuff you've been through, you know, whether it's seeing the, the dead body at your doorstep, all of that in Miami gardens. And we touched on a little bit there at misters, but I think there were a lot of kids around. So we didn't go too far down that road. <laughs> Is that what he's getting at? You know, that perspective that you're not necessarily, 
you know, going to see in Orchard Park, New York, and having that on a roster? Well, in the beginning of the season, it was I don't even know what week it is. It was one, one. I think I might have been before the Steelers game. We were doing like a walkthrough, and I, I was standing by. I was standing by Coach McDermott, and we were just having a conversation. And he started asking me about, you know, what I'm saying my, you know, my upbringing and all that stuff. And he kind of had a, he kind of, I guess he did some research or he did, he was, he was, you know, learning about me and whatnot. And he started asking me questions about, you know, my upbringing. And I started, and I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I started like, you know that. And I started saying, he started asking me like, you know, you know, what about this? What about that in your life? And I started telling them and he kind of already had an idea. He was just trying to get it from me. But, um, yeah, I mean, he said, he said, he said, you know, I don't come from much. I didn't come from much, but I bring a lot to the team. And I guess, you know what I'm saying, I, I put it this way, like, you know, no matter where you come from or what you, how small you are or, you know, what small school you go to, what your upbringing was like, stuff like you always, you always can bring something to the table. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy that I can bring something to this Bills team. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's me talking crap to get the energy up, me being a leader, me giving good field position on the field, or me just, you know what I'm saying, talking to certain guys, you know, that need help or that just, you know, not feeling happy. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying, my upbringing doesn't, doesn't have to affect how I treat other people or, you know, how I play the game of football, you know? So that's how I look at it. So when I come in the building every day, I just kind of like, Hey, this just because I was raised, not raised, but just because I came up, you know, rough doesn't mean I have to be rough or act tough or, you know what I'm saying, be the hard guy. I mean, I can soften the mood. So that's what I you know, usually do. What do you think would be most jarring to people, Isaiah? I mean, we, we've talked about that stuff at the doorstep. We've talked about the cockroaches, you know, the fact that you've got <laughs> siblings all jammed into your room, um, you know, the struggles with the grades. Maybe getting a whooping or two from your mom after, of course, after that one memorable prank. Oh yeah. Uh, what What else do you think is would be most jarring to people like that that you come from? Uh, Ooh, we, um, tough, tough. Um, I've told this story to. So probably about a handful of people. I've never, I've never really wanted. It doesn't. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. But I would say, I was, I was grazed by a bullet once. Grazed by a bullet? Yeah, on my arm. So on my arm, I have like a, a scar. But yeah, I had, I did something I wasn't supposed to do. Well, I mean, I nobody was around when I did it. I stole something. It was sitting. It was sitting there. It was sitting on a corner. It was a money, and I was coming from the basketball court, walking across the grass. I was coming from the basketball court, and I grabbed, I grabbed it. I picked it up and I ran. Nobody was around, and all I can hear was loud noises and stuff flying past me. It was like flies flying past me and I'm like and I'm running I'm crying and I got grazed but I didn't realize I got grazed until I fell asleep and I woke up (laughs) 
and I was in so much pain. So I had to go to the hospital that night. I had to go to the hospital that night, and I got. I ended up. I was. I was in a cast. I was like, and I'm a kid, so I'm like, yeah, I want a cast, but I'm like, a cast for Grace. <laughs> so I don't know what that what that was about, but I mean, you growing up when you growing up. I grew up, it's just like whatever you can get, take. So they probably was giving me a cash, but I probably just needed it like I'm saying probably because I had like no medical. (laughs) But yeah. Holy hell, man. I mean, I I, getting grazed by a bullet. So it just kind of like like what just skidded off your skin? Like you it literally was was that close to puncturing you? It didn't go inside of your Yeah, I was running, I was crying to that. I didn't realize it until I got I got upstairs. I went in the room. I laid down. I went to sleep. Like I was, I knocked out, and I woke up, and my arm was hurting. My grandma was standing over me, and they were like, she had just got back from the laundry mat, and everybody, like I didn't, I, I didn't know what was really going on, and everybody was like, oh, you heard, you know, shots earlier. You heard loud noise. Where were you? And I look at my arm, whatever, and I'm like, what happened to my arm? <laughs> like, nobody was like, what happened to my arm? I'm sitting there like, because my adrenaline was gone. So I kind of like, what happened to my arm? And yeah, and my, and my grandma was like, she kind of put two and two together. Like, you were in that? So, yeah. yeah. Was it like bloody and stuff? Yeah, it was bloody. It was, it was bloody, but he got grazed and like, like it kind of hurt. Like I couldn't move my arm. Like I was like, yeah, like, but at the same time, I mean, it is what it is. I, I don't. Jeez, I, I don't think I ever told that story before. This is my first time. How old were you? I, I was, I was twelve, thirteen. No, I was. Yeah, I was like eleven to twelve. Eleven to twelve. It's my. I've only told that story for like a handful of people. Oh man, we appreciate it. I mean, that's a perspective that would matter, you know, in any walk of life. Like, do you, do you, I would think you'd want to find out who the hell shot you, right? Like, do you ever find out? Care to find out? No, no, no. You just just happy to escape, live. Yep, yep. You gotta, you gotta. Hey, man. when you can, when you can leave it alone, leave it alone. That's. If I I don't have, I'm have to, I'm fine with not figuring out who did what the name the person, hey. Man, did you do almost like see like life flash across your eyes like, and I'm, I know you're young, but you know I know some people had that experience where you know a near death experience where they that adrenaline's pumping like you said, and boom, cross your eyes like you can just see your life flash across your eyes and, and, and it can just happen like that. And in that moment, give you a perspective. I know you're young, but did, was it something like that? Um, I don't know. I, when, when I was running, there was like, nothing was going through my mind. I was woohoo crying. I was running, ran as fast as I could, got upstairs, went in the house, Obviously, I dropped the money. The money was dropped. Yeah. <laughs> it was dropped. <laughs> but like, yeah, like that was that was kind of tough. But I, like, I didn't look. I looked at it as like, I don't know. I could have died. Once I woke up, I looked at it. Oh, damn, I could have died. 
Yeah. But being, but where I grew up, nah. Everybody takes it different. Like I, after that, I went outside. I went outside and like played. You know what I'm saying, played around, did it, like lived my long life. Like I, I didn't look at it as like anything else. You're right, though. Like here in Western New York, it's you know people are going to hear that and their jaws are going to drop. But growing up in South Florida, depending on the neighborhood you're in, it it might be pretty common. Like. Like, you know, you probably, like you said, you have, you have friends that weren't so lucky that bullets, you know, a, a millimeter the wrong direction and their life changes. Mm-hmm. It's it's just different down there, right? It's just, <laughs> you kind of get used to it. I mean, I imagine you get numb to it almost. Yeah, at that point. I mean, well, when I got older, yeah, I kind of got numb when people were like, they would say, hey, such and such passed away or such and such got shot. And I was just like, yep, that's kind of how it goes. That is fine. And it really is. I mean, you really are numb to it because I know you lost somebody really close to you like later in life. I mean, imagine it's it it still hurts. You know, these are your best friends that you're growing up with. It's it mm. can't be it can't be easy to lose them one by one. Yeah, it is. It is. It's. I don't know. It's, it's just, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> On a brighter note, man, um, it's it still, it had, it had to be good, you know, to hear your coach, your boss kind of, you know, appreciate you in that, in that way. Like you're not able to, you know, get the ball and score touchdowns every week and, you know, be, maybe be that, that, number two, number three receiver, you could be elsewhere, but all that stuff that we've talked about every episode, it is really appreciated behind the scenes. Like the way you practice, mm. the, the, the leadership, the things you're saying to teammates, your perspective, um, all that matters. I mean, all that is a, a huge reason that the Buffalo bills may be the best team in the NFL right now. It's a possibility. Like I said, I just go there, do my job, do my job, talk my crap. Give out good field position. Hopefully, score a couple touchdowns here and there. Oh, and another thing: the Pro Bowl ballot did come out today. So, for anybody, for everybody that's watching, well, well, will be watching. Yeah, go ahead and take a vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably in a, a lot of categories: probably receiver, quarterback, <laughs> running back, return specialist. But I really want to be a Pro Bowl returner. So that was my goal for the season. And so far, we're off to a decent start but I want to keep it going. The fans do have a say, right? So uh, even though that, that flag might've been thrown in Nashville, that, that should count. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in people's yeah, minds yeah. when they, <laughs> they cast their ballot, we should count that one-on-one yeah. yes, yard yes, return. Yes. Yes. It, so people probably see here on the screen too. I wanted to ask you about this receiver room. Um, you know, it's an interesting group and you've got a lot of characters a lot of personalities. What's it really like inside that room with with Diggs, with Sanders, with Beasley, with Davis, Kumaro, you know, everybody? Um, I imagine it could probably almost feel like a uh, maybe like a like a sitcom sometimes. It's got- definitely a, it's definitely a sitcom. Definitely. Um, way we're way different than the DBs. Like the DBs are like they're like. Not as fun as us, put it that way. Like we got we got different personalities. 
uh, we got Diggs. You know, what I'm saying he's a he's a queen. He's the queen of you know the Madonna. <laughs> you know, he's a you know he, he's in the fashion, hygiene, all the stuff. Like it's like we kind of like go to him when we like, hey, like yeah, you're looking good today. You know, what I'm saying you. Like this stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? But he's a he's a typical Lamar receiver. You gotta give him some, you know. Then you got E, you know, the old guy, you know what I'm saying? He's I, I just found out last week he's the oldest wide receiver in the league. So oldest in the league. Is that true? Yeah, he's 34. Wow, I wouldn't so, have guessed that. So he like has all the wisdom to us, he does. You know what I'm saying? When he comes to us, we like, oh man, um, who's the old guy that's has a lot of wisdom. Uh, Dumbledore, maybe. Dumbledore is talking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we <laughs> say, oh, it's, uh, uh, the dude off the Ninja Turtles. Is it, uh, the, See, the now you're rat throwing off. references at me. I don't know. The Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Sorry, the, the rat off the Ninja Turtles. The rat. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot. All right. But yeah, like, we look at him as, like, you know, like this old guy that has a lot of wisdom. And stuff like that. So that's that's kind of who he is. Um, he's Splinter, we've been told. Master Splinter, yes. Master Splinter. Okay. And he, he tries to stay hip, you know what I'm saying? Stay on the, the fashion side of things and things like that. So and then you have Gabe. Gabe, he's kind of like the chameleon. He adapts. saying He has his own personality, but he also adapts to everybody and stuff like that. But then you got, like, you got um, Kumaro. Kumro's quiet. Um, one thing he does, one thing he does um, that I notice, like every every like everything, like every meeting, like if you just sitting there, it's like he has ADD. His his leg just twitches, like twitches the whole meeting. Like, Damn, Kumro, you okay? Like, but he's quiet. You know what I'm saying he does his job to the T. He's always focused. Every time I'm messing around, he's like, "Come on, man!" And I'm like, Kumro. Relax, relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Isaiah Hodgins, uh, Isaiah Hodgins, right? Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'm probably I'm his babysitter, number one. Um, family man, you know what I'm saying? He's always trying to get us to come to um, Bible study, you know what I'm saying? Chapel, saying he's our, he's our, um, what do you call it? Um, Jehovah's Witness. I call him Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> he is okay. Okay. No, we, we we love him. You know, we love him. Like you know, what I'm saying like he, like we come, like we'll go to you know Bible study or chapel with him and stuff like that. Yeah. So, oh, you do know, you really? Go, yeah. And then we go, we go there with him and stuff. And we we love the Lord. I'm saying we love. I'm saying our Lord and Savior. So, but like he pushes it. Like he he's like, yo, we gotta get in there. We gotta get in there. And we're like, all right. I went. Yesterday, bro. Like, let me chill. <laughs> but um, yeah. But we love him though. Um, but I'm I'm not forgetting anyone, am I? Uh, I said Dave K. E. Easily. Oh shoot. <laughs> Vaccine boy. <laughs> bees, bees, bees. How do I forget bees? Bees. Slim Shady. Um, <laughs> hey, is this music good? Do you think it's good? 
No, Bees music, it's good. It's very good. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I I've thought heard, so too, but I'm not a yeah, connoisseur. It is good. Like he's he he's in love with it. Like that's that's his that's his go to. He's that guy. But um, Bees, he's smooth criminal. You know what I'm saying? Like he may be like a little not on uh reverse Oreo. Like he's he white, but he has some he has some black in him. He he does. Um, yeah, but Bees like. I'm saying, There's like a hockey no player out there too, without the tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna get that fixed at the end of the season. But bees, I love bees. He's, he's my favorite player. I'm saying he's my favorite yeah. player. Him and Matt Milano. But like bees is the guy. You know I'm saying on he has a swag on the field. He has a swag off the field. Like he's smooth as shit. You know what I'm saying so. Yeah, bees is the, bees is like the smooth guy in there. You know what I'm saying it, it'll be like. If we talking smooth, I'm going with Bees out of all of us. He's very smooth. He's smooth. I like it. Well, yeah, why do you love uh, Beasley so much? What about you know him as a person? I just like feel like he's cool. Like he's he's cool. He's a cool guy. You know what I'm saying? Like we obviously we're the same height. He's way older than I am. But it's just like he's cool. Like on the field, like he has the moves. You know what I'm saying? He yeah, he, he taught me a lot on the field. Then off the field, he's a family guy. You know what I'm saying? He has his kids, he has his wife. He comes in the building. He tells us his stories about his family and all that. He's a family man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying everybody. Every, I feel like all the receivers are, you know, family oriented dudes. But like, just him in particular. Like, you know, what I'm saying he has all his family stories. He loves his kids. You know what I'm saying he goes to like he's just always happy. A fam, happy family guy. You know what I'm saying? I just I like that about him. Then on the field, he brings the swag. You know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He. uh He's an interesting guy. I mean, it seems like since we lasted the show, too, he's been turning it on. So looks like himself again. You know, with, with Diggs, you call him the queen. Uh, he's, he's good. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the wide receiver position, though. Like, you're going to get you're going to get that right. You're going to get T.O. doing the pushups in the driveway. Odell proposing to the kicker net. I mean, because he can only control what you can control. It's such a weird profession. I've always thought like you. You can only take over a game if the ball's thrown to you. So if you're like really, really talented like that, and you know, he's in Minnesota and they're becoming this run first team. I mean, I could see where he'd clash with Mike Zimmer, knowing Zimmer. <laughs> it's a little they got pretty old school, and he felt he was wasting away, and he gets to Buffalo, he becomes such a leader. But uh are you somebody that maybe keep keeps the the queen tendencies or whatever you want to call it? Prima Donna might yeah. be a little strong. But you're somebody that probably keeps him humble, I would think. Yes, yes. That's my job. That's one of my jobs. It's kind of like in my contract, but not in my contract. Like, <laughs> keep <laughs> keep Diggs calm. It's like, keep him level-headed. Because at the end of the day, we're going to need him. <laughs> so, like, that's my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? When things are getting rough with him, you know what I'm saying? If things you know, it's not, not going his way, I'm like, hey, listen. This is what's going on. And, uh, obviously, he curses me out. We yell at each other. And at the end of the day, we kind of like hash it out. Like, okay, you got what you wanted. I did my job. My key, you level headed. Now you go do whatever you want. You know, so like that's how we use it. <laughs> when did that happen then? I mean, we can, we see the TV copy, so we can see, you know, there might be some frustration out there at times, but when was the time when you did kind of reel him in, help him out when he needed that? Um, I would have to say the Jaguars game. Jaguar game, he was kind of getting a little frustrated. You know what I'm saying? It was like things weren't going our way. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, things weren't going his way. 
what I'm saying, you know, for individuals that, you know what I'm saying, in general, like things weren't going anyone's way. And I was trying to tell him that, like, listen, like things are not going our way in general. So like in order to get this thing kicking off, we need you to just chill. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't getting the ball and we were, we, things were getting rough on offense. So we was just like, we was trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And and like in the more receiver, you say like, yeah, we we're trying to figure it out, but the, the solution is him. If you let him tell it. You know what I'm Like any of the more I received, like I'm the solution. God damn, I'm the solution. That's what they would <laughs> So, it's like we were trying to give him the ball. It's like we can't get you the ball. They're blitzing us. Like Josh getting like sacked. Like <laughs> we trying to we trying to work with you here, but we you know what I'm saying we can't right now. So just wait. And he's like, yeah, I get, yeah, you know right, you're right, man. I understand. You know what I'm saying at the end of the day, he's like he's mad, but he's not gonna turn into a cancer where he's like cursing Josh out or coach out or you know what I'm saying. He's gonna of course he's gonna be upset. Anybody you know what I'm saying. Somebody, you know what I'm saying? Somebody has to be upset. Like nobody can just be nice. You're absolutely right. I mean, I, I wouldn't want a team full of wide receivers that are all choir boys, right? That aren't that aren't yeah. saying boo. You know, I want a gnarly, pissed off dude who's ultra talented. You know, that's gonna like push th- and that's kind of like the fine line there at that position. I mean, yeah. Odell Beckham isn't a Cleveland Brown anymore. There's probably a lot of factors that go into that, but we've seen guys maybe cross that line and it doesn't fit and they do become a cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to make him that in Minnesota, the, the team, it, it, at least it seemed, uh, but he's in a good situation now. And you maybe like you're, you, it's not in your contract, like you said, but you can kind of help manage that to get, get him on the right side of that line as, as much as mm-hmm. possible. Cause so far, so good, it seems. Yeah, yeah, it's going, it's going well. And he's not, he's not the type of guy. Like I said, he's not, a, he's not a cancer or anything. I mean, obviously, yeah. he just, he just feels a certain way, and we understand that. We all understand that. It's just like sometimes you just gotta like, hey, I know you feel a certain way, but we're all trying to figure it out. And once we figure it out, we're gonna get you the ball. All right, just hang out. <laughs> I, you know, I talked to Chad Hall, your position coach, last year around this time, and he he said that like, you know, he he challenged Diggs to be the leader of the room to be the leader of the team vocally. He accepted it, embraced it, all that stuff. But I mean, Ch- Chad's a big part of that room too. It seems like you oh, guys yeah. just love him. I mean, you bought him a truck. Yeah. Chad's awesome. I've been here since Chad was an assistant. And then he became the receivers coach, but Chad's awesome. Chad, understand, he understands us. He's, he's young. Well, old, but young, like 30, 33. So it's just like Chad understands us. He played in the NFL. You know what I'm saying he he was awesome in college, and so like he understands you know what we go through on a day to day basis. So when we get out there, he's like on our side most of the time. He's a player's coach, but we love him. Yeah, Air Force, right? The foundation there. It's he played the mm-hmm. game. It's just different. You know, you know his his uh, resume. You don't really see that that often. All right, well, we got a little time left, so why don't we uh, get to some questions here, Isaiah? What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I threw it out there. Let's uh, – one second. So, Joe, loyal go long subscriber from day one at Buffalo Wins. It's an interesting question here, Isaiah. He asked that uh, some people have, have accused Michael Jordan of befriending – 
great players like Charles Barkley in the NBA because he wanted them to like him because he viewed it as if I'm trying to figure this out. I think his point here is like he viewed it, viewed the end game. If, if other star players liked him, that he might, it might help him out in the long run. Like it might, he might get an advantage over that player. If it's like a phony type of relationship, I think his question is like, do you see those kind of phony relationships in the NFL that people create star players create because they think it might give them an advantage on the field somehow? Um, I don't know. I, I, well, no, I, I, I don't see that. Well, I haven't seen it. Like I, I, no, 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 anybody's exchanging jerseys and all that. Uh, no, I don't think I have. I, I mean, I mean, everybody talks. Everybody talks, but it's just like I don't, I don't see that. I mean, maybe um, like I don't see it because I'm not looking for it, or like I, I'm not sure. Like I, I don't know how to answer that question. To be honest, all right, <laughs> I'm not sure either. I'll make sure I give Joe some hell here. All right, Breon, he asks, at any point did a small part of you say to yourself that Dawson Knox is going to have to score up for throwing me up in the air like a, like a child? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't even expect, like, expecting that. So, like, when he grabbed me and, and I went up, I'm like, oh, like, like I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I'm like, oh, shoot. I mean, Josh has done it. He did it last year when we played the Seahawks. He did it, and then Knox did it. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. But I, like, I don't, I don't look <laughs> at it. I don't look at it as anything, you know. Like, just, just help. Like, I get back to the ground safely. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you're very throwable, I guess. Right? It's uh, like you said, you're an yeah, easy I mean, target. You're light. Yeah. Toss you up. Yeah. And he probably, was, right. he probably was waiting to do that anyway. So sorry. <laughs> Scott asks uh, who, who the best basketball player on the team is. Ooh. Ooh. The best basketball player on the team? Oh, man. It's going to be – it's going to have to be between Cole Beasley and Dane Jackson. Smaller guys. I thought you might go with like a power forward type, but that's interesting. What, what kind of games do they have? They they know how to play basketball. Like they're they're good at basketball. Uh, Dane Dane he's good at basketball. Dane and then B's like yeah they're both good at basketball. They Are you guys shoot. allowed to play during the season? Like can you just play a pickup game if you want? No, I mean not really. No, I don't think yeah. we should be. But like I mean it's not in our contract. Like hey, you can't play basketball. But we just never thought about it. <laughs> Yeah, more of an off-season thing then probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brother Bill, 716, he just says that he doesn't have a question. He just wants you to know he loves you. Appreciate it. I, I, I actually see a lot of his tweets. A lot of people send it to me <laughs> or I'm just like, no, but I, I appreciate him a lot. He's a big, 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 big supporter. Man, he's hilarious. He's got some funny videos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and here's here's another one here. Uh, Mark Mark David, uh, another great uh, lo- go long subscriber. Appreciate you, Mark. This is this is interesting. He goes. I was wondering if you could share how you personally react to the negativity and criticism that professional athletes like yourself sometimes encounter on social media. How do you handle the trolling and keep positive and upbeat when it's so toxic? Uh, 
on social media? Um, you can't, I mean, I mean, I guess you just take it with a grain of salt, Sam, because, you know, people that are tweeting or putting out on Instagram, people on social media, like, most of the time probably don't know what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Or they don't, like, so you just kind of like, well, these people don't know what they're talking about, whatever. And then some of them probably know what they're talking about, but they, you know what I'm saying, they, they'll never get a reaction. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it, it goes both ways. You just kind of like, kind of like, just forget about it. You probably read it or see it somewhere, somebody send it to you. It's like, oh, whatever. It is what yeah. it is. I imagine you have to have a filter. I mean, if you if you took every single thing to heart, you drive yourself insane. I mean, you you, really, you just can't. It's just constant. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a part of. I mean, it's, I guess it's a part of the sports world. You know I'm saying. I mean, I'm not. I'm. If somebody was talking trash about me, I'm pretty sure somebody's talking trash about a soccer player in Spain. You know, like it's it's it just happens. It's just how it's supposed to be. Well said. Just just a couple more here. Uh, the Bills guys, and we, we've touched on this um, through a few episodes, but d- definitely worth digging into a little bit. They ask, do you feel like your role as the sole viable return man on the roster? Something I remember back in March when we talked, and then Zoom happened, I mean, you wanted to be that returner. Like, that was a goal. But do you think that that has re- is a reason uh, that your role as a receiver has been redu- reduced this season? Um. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just how, you know, things are going. You know what I'm saying? We, uh, we're trying to get the run game going. You know, uh, we we do less, you know, spread stuff now. We trying to, like, you know, I don't know, get everybody the ball. And I know I'm not the first person they think of when it comes to getting the ball. So it's just like I take what I can. So, I like, just like last year, you know, I wasn't the returner last year, but – I took what I could when I could. It just it looks different now because I'm the returner. You know what I'm saying? But I'm getting the same amount of snaps I did last year. Probably not getting the same amount of balls I did last year. But it just it's just like now I'm making plays as a returner. You know, a lot of people feel like okay, if he's make, making plays on the ball as a returner, then he should get the ball in his hands of the offense. Which, which, which is it's a value. That's that's valid, but. I'm not going to you know, sit here and scream and cry for the ball because I know I can get it as a returner now. So it hasn't been reduced. I have no idea, but I'm, I look like I'm getting the same snaps, the ball sometimes, but it is what it is. You know, I don't really care. That ball's coming out of the end zone on those kicks too. <laughs> <Right>? No questions <laughs> asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Just, just a couple quick ones here, Isaiah. And thanks so much for, for doing this as always. Uh, Zach Presswood. Yes, he's curious to know if there are any teams that the Bills truly dislike or want to beat more than others, and why. Like if somebody you see on the schedule and you really want to kick their ass more than anybody else. Yeah, no, no. Every game, every game is the same. <laughs> really? That's not just every McDermott game, speak. Every game is the same. We go treat every <laughs> game the same. I don't know. I see two New England games around the corner. They're looking pretty good right now. They're peaking. They are looking pretty good. You know, Bill Belichick has this thing where football doesn't start in, until November, I think. Or somebody said that. And I'm like, yeah, they so turned it on in November. 
He so turned it on. So yeah, but it another is, reason. But you know, the urgency also, kicks in. I'm sorry. They're also a division game, so you I mean obviously all the division games are important. You know what I'm saying you want to you know stay at the top and you know stay in that race for the playoffs, but you know what I'm saying every game's the same. So you don't like look in that rear view mirror at all and see, oh, Mac Jones is starting to look a little better. That defense is getting some pick sixes. Belichick's up to his old tricks again. It'd be, it'd be easy to do that. And I know Bills fans are probably doing it after two decades of facing the Patriots. Well, of course. I mean, we, I mean, everybody sees it. Everybody's saying they're playing well. You know what I'm saying? They're, you know what I'm saying? They started rough in the beginning and now they're, you know, they're hitting shots. But I'm not saying that at the same time. I mean, I wouldn't say we're playing our best ball either. So eventually we're going to turn this thing up as well. And it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good fight. Well said. All right, let's end it with this. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Always controversial. Um, always controversial. Uh, Yeah, I don't have a favorite Thanksgiving food. Brother. Nothing. Turkey, mashed potatoes. It's, it's, nah, I feel like I eat it all, but I would say, like, if we're talking just foods and desserts, that all goes in one category. I'm going to say Super Set of Pie is my favorite on Thanksgiving. Okay. Would Grandma, would she uh, fix something up for the, the whole fam back in the day? Did you have any uh, traditions? Yep. No, we didn't have any. We guys just made food and people came over. The neighbors came over or whoever came over and ate. I'm saying because you know she makes good food, so that's kind of how it went. The neighbors were like family, so they come over and it was an apartment, so it was just like a door door down. You know, you come over and eat. <laughs> so that's how it was. I like it. Hey, any thoughts on the Colts before we sign off? I mean, they they're they're probably better than their five and five record. Would suggest Pretty, that they've had some close uh, losses. Very, very good team. Very good team. Very good team. They're gonna, they're gonna want a little revenge, I would think. You know, back at uh, a yeah. high mark. They had a good. They had a. They had a good. They got a good run game. Defense is playing well. Taking up getting takeaways. They got a returner, Naheem Hines. Good special teams, Isaiah Rogers. They're, they're a solid team. Very good team. Uh, like you said, the record doesn't show, but like. They got back to 500. It's kind of tough when you go, what? They were, were they one and four? I think, yeah. I think they started off one and four. And they get back one to 500. Three. So, hey, pretty good team. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Isaiah McKenzie Show. Um, go long, go long, td.com, all the episodes right there. We're doing the Zooms here with the help of Brinks.tv. I uh, cannot thank everybody enough for listening watching we're uh we're, we're at the about about the halfway point i think so we, we've got two more live shows a few more zooms uh, isaiah thanks for being phenomenal man that was that was that, that might have been about our best one yet i think man that story holy cow thank thanks for sharing <laughs> that with everybody here hey you know appreciate it brother and remember and i gotta also say remember pro bowl ballot is out make sure you guys go that's bowl. right <laughs> You heard it. You heard it from the man himself. You can vote Isaiah McKenzie into the Pro Bowl, however, wherever. Is it, I don't even know. Is it in? It's in Hawaii again, right? Or is it down in Orlando? No, I don't even. To be honest, I have no idea. Hopefully, yeah. I get to go and see where it is. I don't even want to know where it's at now. 
Now I want to keep it interesting. <laughs> so if I go, I'll be like, oh, okay, where am I going? <laughs> there you go. I'm going to figure it out. Somebody might see it, but I, I, I prefer not to know. Well, hey, thank, thanks so much, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time.